Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. And it's all about what's happening around the region with Malaysian stocks seeing their biggest jump in over two years after veteran opposition leader Anwar Ibrahim was named the new Prime Minister yesterday. And that gives some market clarity there for now. Not so much in China where we have COVID-19 cases climbing to a record high and just raising concerns that restrictions could come back again and weigh on the economy. Let's unpack it all with Jeremy Tan. He is the CIO for Tiger Brokers in Singapore. Morning, Jeremy. Morning, Ryan. Hey, let's kick things off with what's happening in Malaysia. We are seeing some sense of relief coming back into the markets, going by the reactions. What are you observing, Jeremy? Yep. If you look at the Malaysian government, I think finally we have seen uh, one episode of overhang of uncertainty definitely being removed yesterday, you know, with the appointment of uh, Anwar Ibrahim as the new prime minister. You know, that is after the hung parliament that resulted from the elections on Sunday. So we, we had definitely seen that, uh, you know, with this event, the political risk premium in the Malaysian markets will likely fall. And this would likely be positive for the Malaysian markets going forward. As you can see, the KLCI rallied by about 4% yesterday. And also, if you look at the ringgit, since the start of the year, it has been depreciating. But uh, over the last month, it has also seen an appreciating trend. And that is also a result of the lower overall in, uh, inflation expectations uh, in the U.S. that resulted in overall long-term use uh, falling. Yeah, let's talk about the pressures and challenges going forward because it is quite a tough time for many economies. We are talking about the cost of living and also what's playing out in terms of the dollar strength weighing on Asian currencies. Do you expect what's happening in Malaysia in terms of the relief rally right now to continue? Yes, I think overall, I think the world is coming to a slower growth momentum as a result of uh, global central banks' uh, monetary policy that's actually in the tightening phase. Malaysia, as well as other regional countries as well, are also facing that. Malaysia is going to slow uh, in terms of growth from 6.5% to 7% in 2022 mm. to 4 to 5% in 2023, according to the Ministry of Finance. So Malaysia is not immune to the rising living costs. And I think the new government would have to unite the fragmented parliament to really rein in uh, the rising costs and also the weakening currencies that's facing in Malaysia. And one part of the equation is what's happening in China because that has a knock-on impact on growth across the region and globally. And we are seeing COVID-19 cases pick up, in fact, climbing to a record high. And this is exceeding the previous peak in April. So that is just you know, seeing a sense of deja vu come back. What's your take on how this could play out, Jeremy? Yes, as you can see, uh, with the marginal reopening uh, at the at the start of the month or in the middle of the month, the China government has recalibrated the quarantine rules uh, for incoming travellers. This is not a full reopening for the, its uh, co- uh, zero COVID policy, especially if you can see the 20th uh, Party Congress, Xi uh, Jinping has doubled down on its uh, dynamic zero COVID policy, you know, wants to weigh lives uh, against uh, economic costs. So China's reopening, you can see that it, Right now, it has the highest uh, COVID cases recorded, about 30,000 cases per day. This is not high relative to the number of uh, population it has, but over the weekends, you have seen some deaths that was being reported. 
Uh, the country is actually fighting to increase its booster administration right now, which stands at about over 60%, still below developed countries. I think China can really only start to reopen in the second quarter, uh, earliest of 2023. We can see that uh, it's making inroads into approving the first inhaled COVID-19 vaccine that's being currently administered in Shanghai. So we think that the overall reopening momentum will not be linear. There will be uh, there will be more need to raise up the booster administration ratio and also get those inhalable COVID-19 vaccines or even the mRNA vaccines by local uh, pharmaceutical companies that are currently in this uh, approval progress. Mm. And Jeremy, this morning we had news about the Institute of International Finance warning that the world economy will be as weak next year as it was in 2009 after the financial crisis because of all the risk factors we've been monitoring, the conflict in Ukraine. Uh, it believes that will drag into 2024. So with that risk of recession around the corner, what does this mean for markets next year? Sure, I do agree that in terms of recessionary risk that has started to climb, especially you can see that in the Federal Reserve's minutes, the Federal Reserve, uh, for the first time, I think, in its baseline projections, has forecasted a, a, a possibility of recession going forward uh, in the next 12 months. Uh, according to Bloomberg surveys and forecasts, I think the recessionary risk for the next 12 months has risen to about 62.5%. Uh, many other indicators have, you can see, the inversion of the yield curve for the large part of this year and in the in the uh, recent months, it's also seen that the ten-year bond yields also started to really fall. That is probably an indication of potential recession. Other notable indicators, such as ISM manufacturing PMI and consumer confidence, also show a bigger outlook as a result of the overall monetary policy starting to take effect. So, I think the result for markets, I think we would potentially see. Uh, weaker markets with more uncertainty and higher volatilities going forward uh, as a result of interest rate weighing down on corporate earnings as a result of this overall growth momentum slowing down. All right, looks like more choppy quarters ahead and we'll have to check back with you again on the outlook for next year. We've been chatting with Jeremy Tan. He is the CIO for Tiger Brokers in Singapore. Jeremy, thanks for your time and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.